So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your host, Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno, every Saturday at 10.30. And of course, podcast dropping on Wednesday. Dave, uh, usually you do the introductions, but if you don't mind, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what a gift we have today, Bob. It's all yours. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, we usually we don't we, we stay away from politics because this is a show about mindset. It's about resiliency. And we have all sorts of, you know, great people that come and talk to us about their success. But uh, my friend and somebody that I worked with when I was county prosecutor, who at the time was a county freeholder, but now they call it county commissioner. Um, and that relationship with the prosecutor's office is very intimate because the county commissioners fund the prosecutor's office. And so, you know, you have to make sure that you have the monies that are necessary to keep the community safe. And our guest today is my friend Tom Mastrangelo. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate uh, you giving me the time to be here. Absolutely. Listen, we've been trying to get you for uh, a long time because when we talk about resiliency and, and stuff, we talk about politics. And, and God bless you guys. I mean, I, I have no desire ever, nor have I ever, to be an elected official um, for, for a lot of reasons. But what impressed me about you, especially in today's age, is that um, even though uh, I'm a registered Democrat, appointed by a Democratic governor as the county prosecutor in a Republican county, in which you were part of the funding mechanism and oversight of our office. Uh, your ability to be able to put politics aside and work for consensus and good government. And when Dave and myself talk to you about, about you, uh, we always talk about that. And I think in today, that's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. That's unique. And I'd like to ask you, where does, that, where does that ability to be able to see people for who they are and do the right thing. Where does that come from? Well, uh, Bob, I think you said it's seeing people for who they are and where they come from. It's uh, it's it's really about being authentic and being the person you are. And, and where I grew up, you know, I was born in Newark, New Jersey, and and came from uh, modest means with my family and uh, my parents. And you know, they they always taught me to uh, number one, accept people for you know who they are, and uh, you know, you always got to help. And uh, you know, I see public service as a way to help people. Okay. Um, because we do this part-time, and um, I, I believe at, at the end of a political career, you want to look back and say, how did I help the people that I represent? How did I make their lives better? Um, and I think that's that's what it's all about. Well, one, one other thing I want to say, um, and we used to look at this from afar, is, again, as prosecutors, while you fund the office, there, there's a black box, if you will. Right. Um, you, you didn't know about our investigations. You don't. You have no ability to be able to do that. And, and that line, I was always respected that Morris County, it doesn't always work that way. Uh, free others sometimes try to wiggle into the prosecutorial piece, and you guys never did that. Um, but... We were always kind of watching and smirking and smiling because you said a lot of things that were very bold and audacious and not typical of most politicians where you could have taken the easy way out and not said anything. Um, and, and that probably has cost you to a certain extent. I, I, I know it has, uh, personally and probably professionally. Why do you do that? Well, you got to be honest. Okay, I think it's about honesty. It's about sincerity. And it's... it's, it's um, look, I, I've been elected several times uh, by, by a great constituency here in Morris County who who believe that I represent what they believe in and what they want out of government, what they want, you know, just for the quality of life. And um, if you if you make political decisions um, versus making good governing decisions, you're really not doing a good job by the people. And I think the people, the people are smart. They elect the, 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 the 
the county constituents here in Morris County are smart enough to know, you know, who's being real, who's being authentic, and who has their best interests at heart. And um, uh, I, I, I believe as long as you keep doing that, you'll, you'll, you'll always have the people behind you. Um, it, you have to be the man, man or the woman of the people and uh, go shoulder to shoulder with them on, 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 on some tough issues. Yeah, Dave, I'm sorry to co-opt this, but I, I, I no, go ahead. Go always, ahead. In, in, I'll give a turn, turn over to you in a minute. Right. Um, I didn't anticipate asking you this, but I, I want to, and, um, and, and we're friends. We, we, we socialize with one another, and I certainly could have asked you in that context, but we would rather have a good time and talk about <laughs> politics. Um, and we do have a good time. And we do. And we do have a good time, that's for sure. You know, Tom, sometimes Michelle, my lovely wife, who you know very well. I love Michelle. Yeah, she um, one time told me to turn the TV off, and I cycle through... Newsmax, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. One of the reasons I have to do that is because I'm on those stations, and, and you have to kind of see, you know, what the news is. But uh, I got to a point where I just started turning to the Andy Griffith Show because I just couldn't, I couldn't take it. I think the toxic nature of our politics really blew up during COVID, and I'm wondering, am I just seeing that wrongly? Is, why is it so toxic if it is? And what is your solution to make it less toxic? I, I just don't think that this is good for any of us, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, or an independent. Look, I, I think COVID uh, actually did create a lot of toxicity in the uh, in the political environment. And not just in the political environment. I just think, think in a lot of different parts of uh, everybody's lives. Um, I, I, I think um, what we have to do to kind of... Uh, relax that is due to right, at least from a, a political standpoint, due to our governing standpoint, I take that back, uh, from a governing standpoint, is continue to do the right things for the people, deliver whatever services they need. Uh, and, and at every at every uh, aspect of the people, it's, it's, it's you know, you, you've got people who have, uh, you know, mental disorders and mental challenges, you have to be there for them. You've got, you've got people who have other challenges, you know, our vets, you have to be there for them. Uh, and then you've got to be there for, uh, you know, people who are in need and people who aren't in need that have other needs. So I think you just have to work with everybody and let them know that government's uh, a good thing in some, some respects when you have government uh, servants trying to do the right thing for them. Um, and that's whether, whether it be on taxes, well, whether it be yeah. on any type of service that, that's important. For the people. Nationally. That makes sense. To you. You no, know, no, it makes perfect sense, and that's the way government should run. But nationally speaking. Oh, nationally. Do you, no, and I guess it's a reflection of the local level as well. Do you see this tamping down eventually, or do you see it getting worse if it's even possible? You know, I, I, I've got to hope that the, the American people, um, whether it be Democrats, Republicans, independents, uh, believe that this country and its people are great enough to eventually persevere and come together uh, for the better of the country. Um, if it's if it's uh, if that doesn't occur, you know, then I think we're definitely going down the wrong path, and we, we're going to face some other real real tough issues. Not just not just within our country, but uh, you know, internationally. Mm. Wow, I'll tell you, for as long as I've known you, you've been successful in everything you've done. Literally, the the primaries, the the generals. And one thing that I've noticed about you, Tom, is that your energy is always up. 
I mean, there's so many things to do, especially in election season with the events and the fundraisers and, and getting out into the community. How, how do you maintain that energy from event to event day to day? Well, I think it's based on uh, based on success, right? The, the more success you have in, in, in reaching your goals, whether it be in business, whether it be with your family. And I have a beautiful family, as you know, Bob yes. and uh, Dave, you know, and uh, whether it be your family and, and whatever you, you, you accomplish in governing. Um, I, I think, uh, and, and that's governing whether you're, you're, you're at the county seat or you're, you're on the street with the people. If you're able to accomplish those goals and you're able to make a difference, that, can, that gets you to, 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 to be up about mm. moving further and trying to help more and trying to do the right things. And I think if you, uh, uh, you keep all that in mind, you keep, that going, you keep those successes going, you, you keep going. Momentum, right? right? Momentum, One of the things, right? Bob and I constantly keep up the momentum, keep up the momentum. I, I see it. I mean, even today, you come in, big smile, <laughs> you always have the energy. No, absolutely. Bob? I have the espresso for him. From <laughs> caffeine. My I didn't hear caffeine the in the answer, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear caffeine. Give Tom caffeine. Yeah. He'll be all over. Yeah, I'll be all over. I'll be, uh, I'll be dancing over here. Well, you listen, you're also a successful uh, business person, and you mentioned your family, and you do have a lovely family and a beautiful wife, uh, both inside and out. And I, I'd imagine that your work, especially politically, is a drain on them. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you keep yourselves together? Because it can get pretty nasty out there. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think um, number one, you got to prioritize what's important in life, right? So it's it's you know at least with, with my life, it's it's God, it's my uh, it's my wife and my family and then my business and, and governing and then then politics um, in that order. So um, the politics, uh, you know, and, and, and as you mentioned, you know, it's 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 getting it's getting uh, a little more. Uh, Distasteful in some respects. Okay, it's getting getting uh, nastier, um, but you have to keep it in perspective. And when uh, when it gets that nasty, you just got to keep your head down and keep following your goal and and you know stay on track to what you're looking to accomplish. Because the, the nasty politics derails you. It could derail your family, and uh, you don't want it to do that. You've got to kind of separate it out, and you got to pay attention at home. Okay, mm -hmm. and. Uh, uh, you know, I have a beautiful wife, so I make sure I pay attention you, you, for sure. You know, I, I, I think, you know, it reminds me, um, well, when I asked my father <coughs> when I was getting ready to try my first case, what's the number one thing I can do to be the best trial lawyer possible? And he said to me, kid, that's the easiest question you ever asked me. Marry the right woman. Marry the right woman. <laughs> and, and it didn't resonate to me till, for years later. It was an unsatisfying response to me at the time because I wanted to be a trial lawyer, right? But it made so much uh, sense. And... Debbie is so supportive of what you do. Now, my Michelle, even though I wasn't in politics, I, I came through a political system right. to become prosecutor. And I remember her one time crying at the computer, looking at a blog, saying, why are they saying these lies about you? And it's when the, the, you know, I was trying to be vetted and get senatorial curse. He was being used against me and so on and so forth. Um, she never would want me to run for a political office. But Debbie really supports you tremendously. How important is that to you and oh, to your family? Oh, it's uh, look the time commitment for 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 and I say there's two things governing and political. So <coughs> you spend time governing, you spend time uh, on the political side. If if Debbie was not 100% behind me, and I say 150% behind me um, to to do this, um, you, I wouldn't be able to do it. That that's probably the biggest um, 
the biggest support uh, that I have is from her, and uh, you know she gives me the inspiration to do the right, uh, to continue to do the right thing. And she says, "Hey, just keep doing what you're doing, and whatever they're going to say, they're going to say, and uh, ignore it." I'll make a personal observation before we go to break, and and that is uh, Debbie is not political. She's not running for office, and I think that she could rather pretty much care less. Um, but her love for you and your love of it is what keeps it going. That's always impressive because I, I watch her engage when these things are happening. Yes. So it's not like she doesn't care. She doesn't yeah. just, Michelle was more like, look, I, I, you know, let me just not be involved at all. She's involved, oh, yeah. but it's only because you love doing it that she supports you. And I've always yeah. been impressed by it. But Tom, we got to take a break. This sure. is WM2R yeah. Radio is nothing but the truth. Every Saturday at 1030 with your host, Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno. We'll be right back. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. Welcome back to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your host, Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruner, at 1030. We have with us County Commissioner Tom Mestrangelo, Dave. Yeah, Tom, before the break, you are talking about family and paying attention, right? Um, but you have more than the family that you have to pay attention to. You have the constituents, you have governance, you have an election coming up. And my business. And your business. So, Is there any more you can pile onto right. my cousin Jenny? <laughs> relationships. I mean, relationships are key. Support, garnering support, maintaining support. You know, so what's the key to keeping that support and fostering these relationships? Well, I, I, I think the relationships, and at least in the political business, is is with the people. Okay, and being being, being present, being there, um, them knowing you're there, them remembering you're there. And the only way they're going to remember is that you're constantly there. Um, and that, that's what I've been able to do. And we talked about successes earlier. Um, uh, and, and the success of um, being elected and continually being elected is because I'm always on the ground with the people. And let, let's face it, this is always about the people. It's not about, it's not about me. Okay. And uh, you have to deliver. And if you deliver and you're there and you're present, um, I think... That's what makes it work. You know, but the, it, it's about the people, and you've and, and you've always been very outspoken and to your detriment um, in order to run good government for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always respected that, but you know, there's also a political system that you have to deal with, and. I'm not asking you for a specific instance, nor do I think you'd give me one, and I don't want you to. Right. But it it involves being able to deal with betrayal. Um, I mean, I tasted it just a little bit as the county prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's almost a stock and trade yeah. in the political world. I mean, it, it it was it's very hurtful to me when it happens. How how do you deal with? It? Is it hurtful to you? Do you just expect it? How do you deal with well, that? Bob, Bob initially, um, and Dave, initially, uh, early in my career, I was um, disappointed disappointed with people because of betrayal. Um, and, and, and as Debbie always says, you know, I expect people the way I treat people. And, you know, um, and I think my threshold of, uh, or at least what my expectation is higher than maybe some, okay? Um, but as time goes on, you learn to expect it. You learn to uh, uh, not be surprised by it. And um, you just move forward. And, uh, you, and that doesn't mean you don't make peace with those people who perhaps betrayed, okay? But you you you, you file it, 
and you you know know better how to how to work with the those people on other endeavors if if there's a reason to. So I know I know people. Yeah, yeah. I, I know people, and and, <clears throat> um, and I know the feeling. Trust me, you know my story. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. And I and I said to somebody with a you know very significant betrayal, and, and somebody couldn't get past it. They were affected as well. And I remember having this conversation saying, every single night you go to bed and every morning you wake up to the extent you can sleep, you're living with that person in your head. They're, they're affecting you. They're not doing anything to you, but you're allowing it mentally to affect you. You've got to put it away. It's hard to do. You have to go through processes in your mind, especially if it's really significant. Um, but do you, do you agree with that? Because I know people that hold a grudge forever. Yeah, I, I you know what? I, I'd say early on, I wouldn't even call it a grudge. You kind of, you kind of hold on to it a little bit. I, I've learned to um, um, file it and 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 just move on. And because I, I think by holding on to it, it makes you uh, uh, less productive in what you have to uh, have to accomplish. So I just rather file it, move on, and uh, you know, know what column to put these people in. Um, yeah, Dave, it reminds me of that. I, I don't know who said it, but it's like revenge and, and hatred is like picking up a hot rock and throwing it at the person. The only person that gets burned every time is yourself. Coming right. back at it. Right. In between right. your two years, in your mind, I, I wonder, Tom, you got, you got the past, and kind of we just hit that a little bit. Uh, you have the present moment and the future. Where where are you spending most of your time? Where wh- how do you look at those three periods of time? Dave and me debate this a little well, bit here. Well, look, I, I, I think the past is a uh, is your past is your lessons, okay? And it's it's what you and how you uh, uh, how how you become who you are uh, for the present, and it it, it kind of helps you uh, uh, work towards the future. Um, I think there's certain things that you you don't plan for in life because you know sometimes plans don't don't work out the way you want or then you set yourself up for more disappointment right so I think you 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 your past sets you up for your present you work with your present to 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 look towards the future uh, to see generally where you want to be and where you want to go um, and then uh, and you set your goals and, and you hope you have those successes based on those goals that you set. Are, are you a goal setter? I yeah, mean, I is there a process that you you follow, like an annual goal or a quarterly? Or well, in, in business, in business for my business, we set goals uh, uh, for for my life. Uh, uh, we'd like to take a few more vacations. We haven't we haven't uh, attained that yet. But uh, uh, as far as uh, getting away as much as we'd like, but uh, we are setting those goals now. Um, uh, for for governing goals, you, you you work with your your colleagues to try to accomplish some things that you want to accomplish during that year or so ahead of you um, and and your your political goals I believe in politics you don't make to, so many plans you've really got to focus on what you're doing and the, the office you're serving and the people you're serving and because if you start making goals of where you want to be or who you want to be you're really not serving the people well mm-hmm. I think you've got to you, you got to serve the people well by doing the job that you're in and then take it from there yeah, I think politically or, or governance-wise, let's put, right. let's make a distinction. Right. Um, like COVID, you, you just don't know what's going to be hitting you. You can have loose ideas of where you want to go, That's but right. um, those are plans that are usually laid to waste by circumstances that develop in the present moment. To right. use your pivot, pivot, right? I mean, yeah, pivot's, pivot's, a a, pivot's a word that <laughs> we've all used a lot of times from COVID. What, what lessons have you learned from COVID? I mean, this has shocked everybody. Well. 
you know, from, from COVID, if I, if I look, just looking at my personal life and my family is, um, to, uh, you know, persevere through it, no matter what part of my life, uh, we had to persevere, you know, whether it be business, whether it be, um, whether it be, you know, governing, whether it be, uh, you know, and I say political was not so important because nobody was out. Okay, yeah. um, but um, you know, just focus. Uh, I think I look at every aspect of my life, and um, it got got better in uh, different respects. Business got got even better uh, because you set those goals and and you make sure something like COVID did not distract you through the process. I did enjoy helping the people during COVID. Uh, we we and you probably saw some of the posts, but uh, where we we where I was involved with a group where we were helping restaurants and we were uh, setting up uh, food orders and um, doing that around the county. And uh, you see the uh, gratitude on people's uh, on the, those restaurant owners' uh, faces because you know you look at them; they were struggling, mm. and um, mm. you know that was just a that was just a great thing to do. Um, and, and helping people is is you know, through COVID was probably the best thing. Well, frankly. I remember when I came in here and I had my meeting with the freeholder board. Um, and, you know what? Actually, it just brings back a memory. Um, I used to always want you guys to come down and see all the great stuff we were doing. And, and the response always was, no, 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 no. We, we trust you, whatever. It's black box. I said, I, I'm not going to be telling you about an investigation. I want to come down and show you that we revamped the phone system, that we saved money here. I think you were the only one, there may have been one other one that I can remember that routinely came down and we were always so proud to be able to show what it was that we did, but it, we felt good that the people that were funding the office that somebody showed an interest and, and don't get me wrong, I think the freeholder board at the time, now now called county commissioners um, I do remember Margaret Nordstrom yes. saying our primary goal is to make sure that the community is safe and whatever you need to make that happen uh, we're there for you and, and you guys put up Put your money where your mouth was with that. That's right. Saved you millions of dollars each year. Yeah. May I say, right? Well, you did, From, and you you ran a great office, by the way. I got to say that. I appreciate it. Yeah. But I I um I really do believe OEM with Jeff Paul yeah. and yeah. and Jimmy Gannon and the sheriff's department. I honestly believe county government is is at its peak excellence in this county. What do you? I mean, let's be. You're an Essex County guy. I'm an Essex County yeah. guy. We have relationships in different places. I, I, I think it's a pretty damn good place to live. It is a great place to live. It's one of the top five counties in the country. It's one of the uh, top 35 healthiest con- uh, counties, or top 10 healthiest counties in the, in, in, in the country. Uh, and it's because of uh, you know people working together and 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 doing doing the right thing. We I, we just run a great place. It's and it's just not about governance. How how we we coordinate with uh, you know the private entities, how we pro- coordinate with our chamber, how we coordinate with our healthcare systems, mm-hmm. um, uh, how we coordinate with um, um, other other resources, other government entities that that help help uh, Morris County become the great place that it is. And it is a great place. I love Morris County. Mm-hmm. I, I just we're, we're times going to come to an end, but I'm just curious. I always do this. So I, I, I may be crazy. Um, I call it your deathbed confession. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always say to myself, I don't want to be more of it, but if I have an opportunity at the time of my passing on right. to contemplate what my life meant, um, 
I remember speaking to my mom before she passed, and, and it was so interesting. She was a, born in the Depression, abjectly poor, very different story from my dad. And everything she had gone through, the wars, the whole thing, hit by a car, declared dead, given her last race. My mother had a, a tough life. She had every reason to complain, and she didn't. But she said to me, my biggest regret is, and she mentioned something that could have been so easily resolved, but she didn't. So uh, I don't want to talk about regrets. What do you think your deathbed confession would be as to what your greatest accomplishment was in your life that you'll be proud of and say, job well done, Tom? Well, I think um, I, I, I know uh, my family, okay, um, and, and making a difference in helping people. And, uh, you know, I, I, and I, I, sit on, I sit on a board for uh, uh, a mental health system, and, um, you know, that, that, uh, those people need help as well, and, and being there to, to help them, uh, and then doing other things to help people just around, around this county and other parts of the state is, for me, uh, you know, I always look back on my deathbed and say, you know, I, I've helped people. I have no regrets. I had a beautiful family. I kept God in my life, including St. Teresa, by the way. I, I, I drive around with a St. Teresa medal. Mm -hmm. okay, I was a great believer in St. Teresa, but uh, uh, I, I, just, I just believe that uh, that would be my, my, my uh, greatest accomplishment. Okay, perfect way to end this show. Where can people find you? Yeah, yeah where, all right, my bad. Where do, we, where do we find you, Tom? How do people find you? Well, you can find me at Morris County. You, you can find me uh, currently uh, 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 website, Mistrangelo for uh, uh, Senate.com. I uh, just mm -hmm. mentioned that because that's a website for me right now. And your social media platforms. And my social media platforms on Facebook, uh, Tom Strangelo on Facebook. And, uh, uh, you know. I do have fun with that, posting a lot of the great things we do. Actually, I just posted, uh, I was just had a great, great Italian delicatessen down at Florham Park and uh, Pastosas, which was great. Oh, and yeah. uh, uh, pictures of, uh, you know, the, the whole shopping cart of Italian delicacies I bought on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, that's a real deal. But you can see that on Facebook. They're, 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 they're you can't have too many good Italian del uh, delis or stores, it's and that's a really enough. good place. Never enough. All right, guys. Uh, thanks, Tom. Thank uh, WMTR Radio is Thank nothing you. but the truth. Sure, of course. Uh, everyone, uh, every Saturday, rather, at 1030 on the radio. Dave, where can they find us on the podcast? Nothing but the truth podcast.com. We will be posting the video and the podcast on Wednesday after we air this on Saturday. And also on that landing page, all of the prior guests, Jillian Michaels, Shannon Bream. Uh, there's a lot of value out there. So the landing page to subscribe and watch, that's, that's where you got to go. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. It's a wrap. How'd I do? Perfect. We're the Bianchi Law Group, a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys. But here's the thing. He put himself in a box when he said... My Relied on by CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Law and Crime, and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise. In a search warrant, you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today.